Welcome everyone into a very special edition of the Sideline Scoop with Jeremiah Searles. I'm Jessica Cootie. A special edition because we're we're filming this on a bus, but also we have a very special guest, Will Honus, joining us. Um, Jeremiah, first of all, you were played a big part in getting the bus and with the boys bus here in Lincoln. Let's start there. How did you make this happen? So our, our great guy Nick over in uh, Husker Athletics, he reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, have you thought about doing anything with Will?" for this week for Michigan. Granted, I was in New York at the time for a Monday evening wedding, shout out Spencer Long, and we started texting and he was like, dude, let's make this happen. And so through a lot of work, a lot of back and forth of how do we do this, how do we do that, logistics, it was like, let's just make it happen. And then about, I think Wednesday after about seven, we all were like, this is gonna happen. And loaded it up on a flatbed and got it here and we're able to get some pod recorded for them today. And I had people from high school reaching out to me and we're like, hey man, do you know Will Compton? Like busting with the boys? It's like, I played four years of football with Will Compton. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know Will. We bashed our heads into each other. But to see this in like real life, I mean, I I listen to the pod regularly and see him in the lawn and stuff all the time. Really cool to have the bus in Lincoln. How about you, a fellow Husker linebacker? Are you a fan of busting with the boys? Yeah, I've listened to a couple, couple episodes. I'm not consistent with it, but if there's one person I want to listen to, I'll tune in. How cool is it to be on this bus? I mean, we had the O-line on here. It's smoking hot in here. It's but, a tad uh, It's got to be pretty cool to be on the bus. Yeah, I know. Those guys are big fans of Will and Bussin', so they're excited, and they came up here with me. Well, a massive weekend, right? Michigan Ooh. coming to town. Uh, you can feel the atmosphere already. It's a big part of why this bus is here. Uh, what's it been like in around the, the football facility this week? Really intense. The guys are really excited. You know, coming off a big win against Northwestern, we're trying to carry that momentum over. Uh, Michigan's a really good team, uh, top 10 in the country. Last time we played them, you know, they kind of kicked our toes in. I think the guys are really excited to kind of show where we're at as a program and prove to the Big Ten in the country. You know, studying Michigan this week, Will, the thing that pops out to me is they have, I mean, especially on the offensive side of the ball, They've gone back to being what Michigan is. Hard nose, run the football, in between the tackles, pulling guys, moving guys. What kind of challenge does that create for guys like Luke Reimer and Henrich and that inside linebacker spot when you got stuff moving around but also yeah. big old linemen coming right at your teeth? Yeah, you got to be really assignment sound, know what you're doing. They, they do a good job with window dressing, which is like pre-snap mm -hmm. motions, changing formations. They'll do like mass shifts, bringing two guys across. And so it's just a lot of film study, a lot of preparation during the week. I know those guys are in there all the time watching film. And then in practice, being really detailed in your fits is important this week. It's kind of a, a young group. How proud of you? How proud are you of this group and, and especially the, those linebackers, the inside linebackers, and how they've come along this year? Yeah, we've got a really good room. Those guys came in a couple of years ago, and they've made huge strides as players. And uh I mean, they've just gotten so much better since they first got here, and it's pretty awesome to watch how well they've been playing. And uh, both of them, neither of them have a ton of experience, but they're running with it right now and doing a really good job. What's been the most – I mean, you guys started really putting it together towards the end of last year. I mean, you guys started really clicking those last four games. What was it that finally kind of broke it over the hump of – a dominant defense. I mean, I, I yeah. think that you guys are no longer just a good defense in the Big Ten, but you're now a dominant defense in the country. I mean, can you put a finger on it, or kind of what was it that um, just turned the tide? I, a huge thing would be just our scheme has really evolved from when I've been here. You know, we were in a lot of three down when I first got here. We've kind of transitioned into a four down, a lot of over, a lot of quarter, quarter, half, and I think 
it's just been really solid. All the guys really, I mean, we've been here for, most of the guys have been here for a couple of years now. They know their techniques. They know their assignments really well. And I mean, all 11 spots, guys are really solid, really sound, knowing what they're supposed to do, what technique they're in. And it just looks really good right now. Yeah, how confident is this group right now? I mean, you know, we've seen so many times that black shirts have been out on the field first, and it seems like they're kind of embracing the trying to go out there and shut everybody yeah. down. I mean, what's what's the mentality like for these black shirts right now? Uh, every time we go on the field, we're expecting a three and out or a turnover. Um, we've got the opportunity to go out first the last couple games, something that we haven't done in the past. And I think that speaks to where we're at as a defense. You know, Coach Frost really trusts us. He believes where we're at and how we're playing. And, you know, we think we're as good as anybody in the country right now. Let's flip it over to the offensive side of the ball, Will. You've got a chance. You're very familiar with the defense. But this offense, something happened last week where it all came together. I know we made some changes on the offensive line. But let's start with Adrian Martinez. What have you seen from him? You've been here just as long as he have. I believe you guys are the same class. I mean, what have you seen from his development and his growth, not just as a player but as a leader and as a person? Yeah. I mean, he's as tough as they come. Uh, Dude's been through a lot. He's seen a ton of criticism. He's had a lot of highs and lows, and he's stuck it out. And he's always level-headed. He's someone that everybody on the team looks to, whether things are going good or bad. And he sets the standard. He comes to work every day. He's really tough. He's played through some stuff. And just I admire him as a leader and a player. What about that O-line? I mean, you came over here to the bus with them, and, and especially the way that they played last week. Yeah, so it was really exciting to see them start to click. You know, early in the season, they're struggling a little bit. And, you know, there's a lot of talent. They're not really experienced. You know, losing Matt Farniak and Brendan Hymas was tough. But I think as the season goes on, they're going to get better and better. You know, we've got Cam Jurgens, is a really good football player, and he kind of sets the tone for those guys. You and Cam both have the matching mustaches going. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a trend? What's going on with that? So me and Cam lived together for three years, and uh, we're really good buddies. And we got really into Yellowstone this summer. Ooh, and yes. Like young John Dutton's yes. got the mustache. So we decided this year we're going to rock the mustache. Does he even wear the cowboy Dude, I can't hat. wait for that to come out. It's going to come <laughs> yeah. out here real soon. Right? I mean, seven, they left yeah. you on such a cliffhanger there yeah. at the end of season and three. And they're making a prequel now, too. Are they really? Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, All the Yellowstone yeah. content we can yeah. have, no doubt. It's awesome. What's what's up with you? I mean, we, we had some questions on uh, Sports Nightly with uh, Coach Frost asking about you. He had said that you, you might be potentially trying to come back. Can you give us an update on, on what's going on? Yeah, so right now I'm not entirely sure what I'm going to do. Uh, I applied for a medical red shirt just, just in case I feel like I'm getting healthy enough to play. I think I'll have a better idea like later this year. I'm still pretty early in my recovery and just trying to get back to where I can move well and if I can get to 100%, I don't see why I wouldn't want to play anymore. Is this something, I mean, no one likes going through injuries, especially major ones like you had, but you've kind of stepped into a little bit of a coaching mentorship role. Do you yeah. like coaching, or is it some coaches that you might want to get into, or um, how's that been for you? I don't think I would want to get into coaching. Uh, I really like being around the guys, and it's fun to try to give them advice and see them succeed, but uh, I kind of have other plans post-football. Uh, just with my history with the injuries, uh, I want to do physical therapy school oh, after nice. and try to help athletes recover from injuries. It's awesome. How about the atmosphere last week, and, and how much are you expecting that to be, you know, even taking up a few more notches this week? Oh, yeah, it was awesome. I, I haven't, obviously, last year we didn't get to experience Memorial Stadium, which sucks, and 
just to see the fans back for a night game with the thunderstruck at the start of the fourth quarter was awesome. They're bringing the energy, and we really feed off that. So hope to see the same this week. What was the most exciting home game that you remember playing here in Nebraska? Probably the first one uh, that got rained out. Honestly, <laughs> out of the tunnel because that was my first Division One college football game too, and I mean it was incredibly loud when we were walking out of the tunnel, and then it got rained out. And the but, rain came. Uh, Okay, let's uh, keep this a little bit quicker because it is hot on this bus. <laughs> but uh, every week we get Jeremiah's um, keys and then a uh, player to watch. So let's incorporate you on this. What are the two? Give us the biggest key for Nebraska to get a win, and you give us your biggest key. We'll, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, stopping the run. Uh, Michigan's going to try to establish it early, so our defense is going to have to come ready to play and stop them early and get them in third down. Give us an offensive key. Then. I mean, an, an offensive key is we need to key, keep ourselves within one score or a one-score lead of this team. Michigan's defense is built to rush the passer. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson, number 97 for them, is arguably the best defensive end in the Big Ten, probably a top 15 pick in the NFL, and they want to get a lead and turn that dude loose. He's got five and a half sacks on the year. Phenomenal player. He'll be matched up against our true freshman tackle in Teddy Prohaska. And so that's a matchup to watch for sure. But I do think Frost them know that. Keep him keep him protected. Chip him. Option him. Make him read. Like He's a game wrecker. And so he's a guy that we really need to keep an eye on. But the biggest thing is staying on schedule offensively. First down plus four. Second down plus two or three into third and manageable. So that we're not putting ourselves in third and eight, third and 10 plus, and then letting it be in those obvious passing situations. The biggest thing is just staying ahead of the chains and just staying on schedule offensively. All right, let's start with a player to watch. Offense first. Adrian Martinez. Okay. He's going to have a big game. What about you? Uh, offensively, I just mentioned him, but both our tackles. I said it last week, but I'm going to say it again because, again, uh, Teddy Prohaska at left tackle, Turner Corcoran at right tackle. I mean, both guys, young both guys, not a ton of starts under their belts and a huge test and a huge challenge because they played really well last week. Now, can they handle that success of stacking games on top of each other to keep putting that resume together? Of course, you'd go with the O-lineman. Are you going with the linebacker for defense? <laughs> I probably would. I'd say <laughs> either JoJo Demon or Luke Reimer. I mean, it's for me, it's, it's Daniels in the middle. I mean, we talk about wanting to stop the run. It, start, it starts with the big fella up front. I mean, he's been playing phenomenal football over the last few weeks. Kind of the unsung hero of this defense, if I were to say there was a guy, because it's consistent plays, creating disruption up front. And if you want to stop this Michigan running attack, it's all about creating penetration at the point of attack. And so having him create that penetration in the A-gap, controlling the center, is something that's going to be really important to watch tomorrow. Last thing I just wanted to ask about is, you know, just the how cool is this? The you got former players, the alumni, Will Compton coming back. You guys were hanging out, you know, talking about all the kind of things you have in common. How how fun is that as a current player that's on the team to kind of still have this brotherhood and you know Jeremiah's around a lot too. Yeah, that's what makes Husker Nation special. Like everyone cares so much. The fans, the former players. I mean, it's truly a great experience to be an athlete here, and I think. Former guys appreciate that, and they want to give back. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it truly is a brotherhood, and I tell people this all the time, is, is regimes will come and go as Nebraska continues to go, but you always want to represent for the guys that wore the end before you and the guys that are going to wear the end after you because that's the guys that understand it. They put the blood, sweat, and tears into it. They're the ones up at 5 a.m. grinding and, and putting their bodies on the line on Saturdays for our enter entertainment and enjoyment, and I feel very blessed to be back, and I mean – 
big shout out to our guy Brandon Meyer for bringing me back onto the staff and and just allowing me to be around because Will wants to come back because this place is special. It, it, there's no place like it. And Scott and Trevor back as AD and head coach. I mean, you don't see that happen at places like the or places around the country, but it seems to happen more here because there's just something that gravitates you back to Nebraska after you've left this place. How good is the podcast? The Bussin podcast going to oh, be with Trev and, oh, and Coach Ross. I, actually, I got to sit in the back during <laughs> it, and Trev was here in a full suit. And so, man, best of luck to him because I, I, I probably lost four or five pounds during it, so I can only imagine what he did. Well, make sure you check that out. And thanks to Will for letting us yeah. uh, crash his bus to do the sideline scoop this week. And thanks to you, Will Linebacker, Will, mm-hmm. current linebacker Will, for uh, joining us for a special edition. And uh, this has been uh, the sideline scoop. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully in an air-conditioned studio. Thanks for listening. Go Big Red.